Hey guys, welcome to Chat with Kat. I'm your host, Catherine Balsi, and today we have a lot to unpack. Normally, I start the beginning with a thank you message, and I do want you all to know I'm so grateful for you and thank you. But honestly, like I said, we have a lot to get into, so we're just going to get straight to it. As you can see by the title, I chose this topic because I believe it's extremely timely. Because of daylight savings, it's already getting darker earlier. It's definitely gotten colder, and you can just feel that winter is in the air. And don't get me wrong, winter comes with Thanksgiving and Christmas, which personally, that's two of my favorite holidays. And even though things will be very different this year, I'm looking forward to eating some good food, watching some Christmas movies, hot chocolate, all of the festivities. Yet we can't deny that with this festive season comes seasonal depression. And if you aren't familiar with seasonal depression, it's also known as SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder, which most commonly starts in the fall and continues into the winter months. You'll typically experience a loss of energy and feel more moody. And some other symptoms can include losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, having low energy, having problems seeing, experiencing changes in your weight and appetite, feeling sluggish or agitated, having difficulty concentrating, feeling hopeless or worthless, oversleeping. And that's a whole lot. And we ask ourselves, well, what's causing it? On the cellular level, it's a drop in your serotonin levels. It's a change in your melatonin levels. And your circadian rhythm, which is also known as your biological clock, has now been extremely disrupted because of the reduced levels of sunlight that occur during winter and fall. You're having a loss of vitamin D. You're having a loss of time outside. It's cold. It's gloomy. This all has an effect on us. So today, I'm going to discuss how we can combat all that, right? We got to buckle down this winter because this winter is more than seasonal depression. We know what's going on. I can't deny we have an entire pandemic going on. The U.S. just hit, I think it was a breaking number of cases that occurred in one day, right? We also have an election coming up this week, a scary election. So I can't sit here and act like I don't need to prep you guys the best way that I know how because I'm worried myself. And today we're just going to focus on what we can do this winter. Let's get into it. Let's begin by talking about the importance of taking daily vitamins and supplements. And of course, when we're talking about seasonal depression, I have to start with vitamin D. Because if you guys didn't know already, like I already talked about, we're talking about a loss of sunlight. And sunlight gives us vitamin D, right? It's not our only source of vitamin D, but it's definitely a huge source. When we're missing out on sunlight, we're missing out on that extra vitamin D. And vitamin D has a direct correlation with feelings of depression. has a direct correlation with low energy. Vitamin D is so, so, so important. You guys can fact check me on this. Look it up. Vitamin D is essential. And I found that with people of color, we are almost always having low levels of vitamin D. It's evident. Research shows it. And I just want to encourage you all to up your dose of vitamin D, especially as we're going into winter. And if you're like, okay, Kat, I really don't want to take a supplement though. There's foods that have vitamin D, fatty fish, salmon, tuna, 
I personally don't like sardines, mushrooms, orange juice, yogurt. There's different breakfast cereals, right? You don't have to just get it from a supplement, but I personally think that is definitely the easiest and fastest way to get it. So you can look into that. Now let's talk about the benefits of vitamin C. I feel like we've all heard vitamin C when we're talking about skincare, but vitamin C definitely is included in the formation of collagen, absorption of iron. Vitamin C definitely helps with our immune system when you're not feeling too good. Take some vitamin C, right? It just helps with the overall maintenance of our cartilage, bones, and teeth. And now let's talk about the importance of goji berries. It helps protect the eyes. It also provides support for our immune system. It helps against various diseases. It helps with skin. It helps stabilize blood sugar. It also can help improve depression, anxiety, and sleep. It can help with your liver. I mean, the list really goes on. So let's look into those supplements. Let's look into those vitamins because it's important. Next, let's talk about the importance of sunlight and getting outside. I believe you all have already heard me say that research shows that there are chemical changes that take place when we spend time outside in nature, when we spend time outside getting fresh air, and when we spend time outside getting direct sunlight. We are definitely having a loss of sunlight, but let's take advantage of the sunlight we do have, even if that means getting up a little bit earlier, right? I feel like last time I already talked about the benefits benefits of getting up a little bit earlier, but I feel like when we're losing sunlight earlier in our day, let's start the day earlier. Let's get as much time with the sun that we can. I've also seen people that buy lights that mimic the feeling of sunlight and activate our body's response to natural sunlight. They're called SAD lights. Honestly, I have never purchased one and I haven't looked into it too heavily, but I think that this is great, right? Say you're working all day and by the time that you're done, the sun is down. Okay, let's turn on the SAD light. I think that this is a great supplement for the sun. I honestly don't have too much research on it, but I can look into it and post more about it for you all. And then aside from that, let's open up the blinds. Let's open the windows up a little bit. Let's bring as much light into our spaces and our environment that we can. I tip sometimes have gone over people's houses and they have their windows closed and I'm like, what? And I totally get it. I used to be like that too. I didn't want to let any light in, but you guys, it, it makes a difference. So where you can, let's make those changes and allow our bodies to feel sunlight. And now let's talk about the importance of your nutrition during this time. I've definitely talked about nutrition so much. You guys have heard everything I have to say about it, but really it's important. You've got so much going on in your environment. We've got so much going on in the world. We've got so much going on in our bodies on a cellular level due to the loss of sunlight. So let's just watch what we're eating, right? What we're eating has a direct effect on how we're feeling. And if we can, and within our control, Control, let's pick a food that is going to help us, it's going to nurture us, it's going to energize us. Let's include more fruits, let's include more blueberries, let's include more vegetables, more
more leafy and green vegetables. Let's include more whole grain foods. Let's include more nuts if you're not allergic. Let's include more fish, fatty fish. I love salmon. These are all healthy and good brain foods and good mood stabilizers. But like I always say when I'm talking about nutrition, I understand there's a level of privilege that comes with being able to buy a more expensive, natural, healthier option. And I'm so, so, so sorry that there is this huge unequal access to healthy foods. I'm sorry that it's cheaper to buy a fast food option. And I'm sorry that junk food is more accessible. In your control though, let's pick a healthier option where you can, but I understand that there is privilege that comes with access to those healthy options. But while we're speaking about nutrition, let's also talk about the importance of warm items like tea, peppermint tea, raspberry tea. I believe one of my followers talked about chamomile tea. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but there are so many teas out there and tea has such great benefits. Like it's truly so soothing and warm to drink, but the ingredients within the tea are just as good. Soup is so great too. (laughs) Chicken noodle soup. There's all types of soups and broths, just good, nurturing, nourishing, warm items. Let's consume it as much as we can during this time. And now let's talk about the importance of movement. And I've talked about it so much already. And here comes the psych major in me. But on the cellular level, and we're talking about neurotransmitters, and when we're talking about the chemicals that are within our body, we have two neurotransmitters that are directly correlated to exercise. That's dopamine and endorphins, and a little bit of serotonin. But we're specifically talking about dopamine and endorphins. And when you have that reward feeling, that good feeling, that's dopamine, right? That's dopamine flowing through you. And when we're talking about endorphins, typically when runners are talking about a runner's high, and when they're running and they just start to feel really good, and it's that pain-free feeling, they're speaking about endorphins that's running through them. And exercise triggers the release of those neurotransmitters. And I'm not even here to sit here and say, let's do a five mile run each day. Okay, honestly, personally, if some of you do that, that's great. But for me, that's unrealistic. For me, what's more realistic is to include a walk within my day, to include possibly a jog within my day or a walk slash jog. For me, it's more realistic to do an indoor dance workout. It's more realistic to go on a bike ride. That's what looks more realistic for me, but all of those are still increasing my heart rate. I'm still getting blood flowing and pumping, and I'm still getting a release of those neurotransmitters. So guys, I've said it so much before, but during this time, let's increase our movement where we can. I feel so different when I've gotten up within the day and I've moved around a little than when I've spent all day in my bed. And I know it's cold outside and it sometimes can be gloomy and the best feeling can be just snuggled up in your bed. But we can get up, move a little bit and get right back into bed, okay? I'm just saying, incorporate 15 to 30 minutes within your day that you're doing that where is possible and where you can and within your control, okay? I'm not here to beat you up about it. Let's just do it where we can. 
Let's talk about the importance of incorporating practicing gratitude, being present in the moment, reflecting and pouring into ourselves each day. Let's talk about how important that is and what does that look like? Okay, well, it can look like meditation. It can look like going onto YouTube and literally looking up guided meditation for, and they have them for women, they have them for men, they have them for black women, they have them for everyone. And when you're doing it, you're really focusing on your breathing. You're releasing a lot of stress. You're being present in that moment. And it kind of feels like leaving the outside world for just a second, for just a moment. And let's talk about the benefits of journaling. You guys have heard me talk about this so much. And journaling can look like audio journaling. It can literally look like opening up the voice memo in your phone and just saying everything that you're feeling. It can look like getting a book and writing out everything. It can look like following journal prompts. It can look like literally buying a guided journal book. They have them for women, they have them for men, they have them for girls. It can look like prayer. For those of us that have a relationship with God, turning on a sermon and writing things down for me and praying and spending time with God, that for me does a lot for me. Okay, practicing gratitude can just think about the small things in our life that we're grateful for and acknowledging and putting value and importance on those things. Ultimately, the point that I'm trying to get across is gratitude, being present, reflecting, pouring into yourself is so important during this time. And it can look different for everyone. And honestly, it can be a little scary and out of our element and a comfort zone at first. But I promise you, it's really, really good. It has a lot of great benefits. Next, let's talk about the importance of self-care. And if you haven't already, I strongly encourage you to listen to my self-care episode that I posted. I think it's titled, What Does Self-Care Look Like? Because I think quite often we label self-care as just doing a long extended shower and putting on a face mask. And yes, that is definitely a part of self-care. But self-care has so many more components, right? Self-care is bigger than that. And everything that I'm talking about within this episode honestly falls under self-care. Self-care is such a multi-dimensional topic, but when we're talking about going through these winter months, I think it is imperative. I mean, I don't know. I'm talking with so much passion right now, but I strongly, strongly believe that within each day, you should have a portion of your day that you're just taking time to love on yourself, give yourself an extra TLC. But if you can't do each day, okay, let's take one day out of the week. Okay, we can't do each week. Let's do every other week, at least once a month. I just want you all to really incorporate self-care. And self-care honestly does look like incorporating a night routine and a morning routine. And I've talked about it before, so I'm not going to tuck your head off too much about it. But you guys already know what that looks like. Your body loves routine. So waking up and knowing, okay, I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to do my skincare. Some of us love coffee. Some of us love tea. Some of us love water. Some of us just want to look at our to-do list for the day. And on the other hand, at night, I love lighting a candle. I love just putting on a fave my favorite playlist. I love just winding down because then I know I'm going to get quality sleep. 
And honestly, when we're talking about seasonal depression and when we're talking about everything going on right now, quality sleep is so important. Your body needs time to recharge. Your brain needs that time, okay? And quality sleep makes all the difference. And enough hours of sleep makes all of the difference. And I know right now it's like, Kat, these are so many things that I need to incorporate. These are so many things I need to watch for. And I know it can all be overwhelming. So what do I always say? Baby steps. You can literally look at what I've talked about today and just look at what is most important in your life right now, what you think you need to put the most focus on and do that. But I really just want you to analyze all of this as we're going into an unprecedented time in this nation. We're going into less sunlight. We're going into seasonal depression. Let's talk about the importance of an uncluttered and clean space. And trust me, you guys, I am not ignorant to the fact that when we are talking about dealing with depression and when we are talking about dealing with these unprecedented times, it can be so difficult to take care of the space that we live in. It can be so difficult to clean up. It can be so easy to let things pile up, clutter. And it doesn't mean that you're dirty. And I hate that term. It doesn't mean that you're a lazy human being. It means that you're a human being responding to everything going on in the way that you know how. And that's okay. But I really want to emphasize that where you can and within your control, getting up and having a clean, uncluttered space makes the world of a difference, especially when we're also dealing with anxiety. I believe that when you're taking care of the space that you live in, you are also taking care of yourself. That also falls under self-care. Because when the space that you live in is decluttered and is clean, it really makes a difference when you're going on about your day. It really does. And so I know it can be hard, but like I said, baby steps. Let's do one room at a time. And if you're only dealing with one room, let's deal with one part of your room at a time. Let's deal with one part of your bathroom at a time. Let's deal with clothes in sections, okay? And let's just make a list and let's attack it like that. I definitely think trying to take everything on at once can be so overwhelming. But as I'm going into this winter month, I'm making it an emphasis to make sure that my room is clean each week, that I deep clean my bathroom weekly, that I help out around the house and have a clear kitchen, that the laundry room is clear, that I'm helping take the trash out because I know that that helps me feel a lot lighter when I'm going into my day. That helps me just feel better. And I'm doing as much as I can to incorporate things that make me feel better. And so I'm not coming from a place of judgment. And I hope that you're taking this in the most kindest, softest way possible. I just want what's best for all of us. And I know that a clean, organized space is a part of that. And finally, let's talk about the importance of including the little things that bring us joy. And honestly, that's going to look different for every single person listening. So I'm going to talk about what it looks like for me. For me, buying new holiday scented candles makes me so happy. I am literally filled with joy knowing that I have two new candles that smell like Christmas to light later on today. For me, that looks like treating myself to a nice warm dessert. I love like brownie and ice cream or a cookie or a muffin, literally anything. It also looks like putting on music that just makes me happy. I just, I love it. It looks like deep cleaning my entire house. 
And it looks like talking to the people that I love as much as I can. And again, these are really small, but they bring me a lot of joy. They make me really, really, really happy. When you know the things that are small do have that influence on your happiness and do fill you up with a whole lot of joy, let's just incorporate it as much as we can. Because during this time, right, the little things matter. I talked about it before, how the simple things that we've had to grow to love throughout this time, they matter. They matter so much. So let's put emphasis on including them. I believe I've touched on everything I wanted to talk about when we're discussing seasonal depression and when we're talking about entering the winter months in the best way we know how. But now I have a final message for everyone listening. For those of you that live in the U.S. and are above the age of 18, tomorrow is the last day to vote across the nation. And in my previous podcast episodes, I really haven't touched on voting. I haven't touched on the upcoming election because honestly, I was like, they're tuning in to hear about self-care. They're tuning in to hear about mental health. I don't really think this is the appropriate place to talk about it, but I was wrong. I have a platform. I have a voice. And I should be encouraging you all to go out and vote. And I'm definitely not saying go out and vote. It doesn't matter which candidate. It matters which candidate in this election. I'm saying go out and vote and vote blue. Because this election is not an election about being a Democrat or being a Republican. This election is clearly about morals, right? This election really puts our values and morals within this country to the test. And we have a candidate that cannot denounce white supremacy publicly. We have a candidate that is racist, homophobic, sexist, and embodies bigotry and hate within this country. We have a candidate that has allowed hundreds and thousands of people to die and has taken no accountability. We have a candidate that only focuses on the border between Mexico. We have a candidate that puts so much emphasis on building a wall. We have a candidate that has separated families and put children into cages. We have a candidate that has made wearing masks during a pandemic political. We have a candidate that does not represent what the U.S. is. We have a candidate that will not admit that systematic racism is a problem within this country. And me as a Black woman and as a Black creator, you cannot support me and support Donald Trump in the same sentence. You just can't. And I'm making that very, very clear. You just can't. There is so much on the line for a Black community and marginalized communities in the U.S. Because Donald Trump has already come out and said that if he is elected, what he will do with those communities. Okay, we have a lot of people with their rights on the line right now. And so it is a lot bigger than being a Democrat or being a Republican. And I really need you all to see a lot of people are saying, I'm just not going to vote because it's two bad candidates. No, there is clearly a worse option here. And I really need you to go out and vote tomorrow if you haven't already. And for those of you that are listening that are like, Kat, I've already voted and I'm just as nervous as you. I'm here and I'm sending you so much love and so much encouragement and so much support in this week because I know it's scary. And I know we are in so much such unprecedented times right now. And me being 20, I'm so young myself and I don't really have the words and I don't really know what to say. But I want you all to know that I'm praying. 
praying and I'm praying for all of you that are nervous and I'm here and I'm right there with you and that I made this podcast because I want you all to go into the week really trying to incorporate this and I'm really trying to prep you all for what might happen this week and um My heart goes out to everyone, and I'm so sorry that this is our 2020, and this is what we're dealing with right now, and it's not fair, especially those of us that are students right now, working right now, it's not fair, and I'm sorry. And then for those of you that have lost people to this pandemic and that are nervous about the uprising cases within this pandemic, I'm right there with you. And I'm sorry. And I really don't have much words, but I just want you all to know that I'm going to be putting out as much content, as much support as I can put out. And I'm sending you as much words of encouragement that I can, but I don't have all the answers. And so we're going to see what happens, but really try to incorporate everything that I've talked about today. Try to incorporate daily vitamins and supplements. Try to incorporate sunlight. Try to incorporate nutrition. Try to incorporate movement. Try to incorporate meditation, journaling, prayer, practicing gratitude. Let's incorporate routine. Let's incorporate time with our loved ones. Let's incorporate a good show, a blanket, snuggling up. Because honestly, right now, let's incorporate the things that comfort us that are at least somewhat healthy. Okay? I'm with you all. I'm sending you so much love and I know I'm getting a little emotional because this is this is not what we should be dealing with right now and this is really scary and um I I just I'm sending you so much love and we've got this and I know that we've got this and no matter what happens we'll come out on the other end okay Okay. I hope you guys have a great week um, the best way that you can. I hope that you guys incorporate what I've talked about. I hope that this episode helped one way or another. Thank you guys for all the continuous kind words and love that you show me day in and day out. I'm so grateful for you all. You deserve the world because I don't know where I'll be without you guys. And thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.